0: Before we begin, I would like to invite our listeners to help support our podcast and YouTube channel by becoming a Patreon of Vital Bioenergetics. By joining our Patreon, you are not only supporting the free content that we're producing, you will receive coupon codes, special offers, and inside information on the work that we're doing to help humanity raise their vibration to the next level. Please go to www.patreon.com/vitalbioenergetics. And become a patreon today and now for today's podcast welcome to high vibes with your host bill g at high vibes we're looking into what it means to be a fourth dimensional being in an ever-changing world we hope that by listening to our podcast you can feel a greater sense of peace and connection as we collectively raise our energetic vibration to the next level. And now for today's podcast. Hello and welcome to High Vibes. I'm Bill G, and I'm here with Jamie Westrom. Today we're going to be talking about EMF. Uh, and we're, specifically, we're going to be talking about what we can do to reduce EMF in our homes and in our environment. And uh, so because Jamie at Biofield Expert has some um, products and some uh, services that she offers to her clients to provide this service to you. So uh, welcome, Jamie.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having me here.
0: All right. So uh, first of all, what is EMF for those people who may not know what that is.
1: EMF stands for electromagnetic fields. And so that's the big buzzword these days, EMFs and 5G and what we're going to do about these electric fields. But, you know, since we started having electricity in our home decades and decades ago, uh, it's been affecting our own energy fields. And people are starting to realize that uh, as the EMFs get stronger, um, and there's more exposure to them, and so we're going to talk about how to remediate them or reharmonize them.
0: Okay. So, what specifically uh, does EMF, um, the electromagnetic fields, do to the human body? Which what should ha- why should we be concerned? Why should we be why should someone say, "Hey, I've got a lot of EMF in the house" or "I've got a lot of EMF in my environment"? Why should I be concerned?
1: Okay, so I think the first thing to understand is that our bodies are electric. We have chemical electric processes going on in our bodies all the time, 24-7. So just like if you stand with your phone, maybe next to a speaker, sometimes you get feedback or, you know, in the audio world, you can picture like when two devices come close to each other, there's this interference that happens. Well, it's sort of the same thing with the human body and any electric field that that it is near. There's an uh, there's an effect on our system, and to some degree, our systems can affect electronics as well. But what happens when we're exposed to a significant amount of electromagnetic stress? We can have things like brain fog, headaches, lethargy, ringing of the ears, attention deficit, cardiac arrhythmias. Um, so a whole host of of different things, just from being exposed to other electric fields. I've heard of
0: studies done in, especially in the late eighties and early nineties about uh, cancer clusters and especially around high tension wires. Like they they would locate schools near high tension wires because the land was cheap or you would have residential, low income residential properties right next to high tension wires. Um, Is this kind of also what we're talking about here?
1: Yes, absolutely. So you definitely wouldn't want to be living under high tension wires. Interestingly enough, in in our town here, there's, uh, I just drove by, there's a dog park under some high tension wires. And some friends of mine actually went to, um, they had a big battle within their homeowners association because they wanted to put the pickleball courts and the new dog park under the high tension wires. And a group of people got together and they said, no, this is not healthy. This is not where we wanna be exercising and walking our dogs. And it seems like common sense to some of us, but to other people, uh, I guess it looks like- It's
0: it's a lawn, yeah. Open space. (laughs) Yeah, It's a big deal.
1: Um, But yeah, there are lots of studies that show that um, exposure to areas like that of high high electricity are are damaging, whether it's causing cancer or, or other issues. Um, and actually they used to put a lot of cell phone towers near fire departments yeah. or on the fire department property. And whoever looks out for the firefighters, okay. um, they got together and they had some type of uh legal filing. And now you cannot put cell towers next to a firefighter station anymore, next to a fire station. So interesting that when people get together and raise their voices, um, you know, things can get changed.
0: There is that. I, I live near a hospital that just recently put a 4G um, cell tower on the hospital because they had this, um, this, it's the tallest structure in the area and the hospital wasn't really using that area that part of the hospital. And so they leased it out to Verizon, who turned it into a, a, a cell tower. And yeah. so I can just imagine what that, that's doing to the, the people who, who, are go, who are being treated there. I mean, ironically, the, um, the part of the hospital that is closest to that cell tower is actually the oncology unit.
1: You no, know, you see it so often. They they're putting them up, you know, where there's churches or schools, steeples, um, right, hospitals, and they give a good pitch. Well, this is going to give you six hundred dollars a month, right, or, or or whatever it is. And they go, okay, great, and they don't think about the consequences and and at what price, what what the real price is that they're paying. You know, they're paying a higher price than they're receiving.
0: Oh, it's that. just like if you go out to eat at McDonald's every night. Yeah, yeah, you're getting a cheap meal, but the long-term health effects, you're, gonna, you're it's going to cost you in the long run. It's
1: going to cost you in the long run. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So, so the good so, thing is, is, there's lots that can be done about mm-hmm. um, electromagnetic stress, and there are lots of solutions out there now, some of which work really well, some of which are totally bogus. So then you have to kind of sift through what's going to work and what's going to help and what's not, and to what degree do I need to protect myself? Right? So there's there's that question.
0: Yeah. Well, like it's like especially when you're talking about your know, the, the the dog parks or the hospitals or where you know you happen to be living near a high tension wire, the damage is done. The damage is there. You're you're inside of it, and you can't exactly move away from it, or you know it's it's hard to do that. So that's where you come in.
1: Right. Right. So, so some people in very rare cases, I've actually only seen one house where the person completely designed it with like full spiritual awareness and intention. And this was a house I just reharmonized recently. And it was fascinating because so much thought and so much prayer and medicine wheels and labyrinths and Um, just really thoughtful, energetic construction of the building, the materials used. And still, I found that the energy field in that house was depolarized, not as much as maybe another house would be, but still significantly. So from a directional perspective, like every half cardinal direction was off. So like maybe the cardinals were on, but the half cardinals were off. So when I go into a home, I test a few things. I test the ceiling or the sky, the ground, and then a 360 de- 60 degree circumference around the person. And then I'll test their acupuncture points. So maybe not like 37, like I would do in my office, but at least like the main chakra points. And you can see the shot, you know, the chakras, they relate to all your organ and gl- main organ and gland systems. So oftentimes you'll have thyroid off, pituitary, deep sleep point and thymus, those are typically the ones I see that are most off from EMF stress in an environment. So from there, I just start working with rocks and paint and going through and reharmonizing where there are stressors in that environment. And I'll talk about that in a second, but what's great is if you're a dowser, you can test the before and after. So you can do the reharmonizing and then you can go back afterwards and you can retest this 360 degree loop and the ceiling and the floor and the person's acupuncture points and everything will energetically be strong. And so that's how I'm able to ascertain whether a product works or is bogus. And I've seen a lot of clients with stuff that they spend thousands of dollars on that doesn't work or doesn't work well, because it's not doing anything to affect their energy field and make their field stronger.
0: So when somebody, say a person is not a dowser, uh, Mm -hmm. and they have the remediation done, what is something that they are supposed to be aware of, or or what they feel differently when a house is remediated?
1: Okay, so it, it affects people in all different types of ways. So all the things that we already talked about, like, you could have you know, four people living in a home that has a high amount of electromagnetic field stress and they ex- everybody's experiencing it in a different way. And that's why people have a hard time figuring out what the problem is. Because one person's having allergies,
0: mm-hmm. the other
1: person's having cardiac issues, the other person's not sleeping well. So it's hard to put that together and go, oh, maybe this is from something in our environment. You know, It's very easy to, to think that that's coming from other places, right? So those types of things are are what you would notice become better. You start sleeping better, you have more energy, a lot of people have sort of just a sense of calm like and like the stress kind of washes away a little bit after the house is remediated. So all kinds of things like that. And I recently this the house I was just talking about, this is one of my favorite testimonials that I've had so far. They had a 16-year-old dog who did not have hearing anymore. And about three days after we reharmonized the house, I got a phone call that the dog's hearing was coming back. And I honestly didn't even believe it. (laughs) I thought, well, maybe the dog just happened to turn its head when she called it. Or, you know, let's see how this goes in a week or so. And if she still thinks the dog can hear So a week goes by, and and I get a call from the woman again, and she says, "My dog can hear now." And I've had the veterinarian to my house because they were their friends, and the veterinarian was just blown away that this dog was responding to sound. And you know, the smaller a being, you know, babies and pets, the more sensitive they are to electromagnetic fields, and the more it acts on them. And same with elderly people they tend to feel things more vata body types uh, so there's some people that are more aware of it but think about if there's some real high pitch frequency or something some waveforms that are scrambling the brain and the dog just kind of decides it's gonna like tune out yeah. and And then um, all that interference goes away, or instead of being a, you know, a sharp, jagged waveform, it turns into kind of a more softer, harmonious waveform of of electricity, and then suddenly the body's able to heal itself.
0: Okay, cool. All right, so let's, uh, let's break it down uh, with some specific products that you, that you are, use. So first and foremost, when you're talking about the field of the house, you're like, okay, we, we need to balance the field of the house. Um, where do you, what, what's your go-to first?
1: The first thing I like to do is um, put pink granite boulders in the corners of the house. And I actually use really small rocks now. They don't have to be giant. Um, and you can just basically go put them outside in the four corners of the house. And if your house is not a rectangle, you wanna make it into a rectangle. So you you put it in every internal or external corner. And then let's say your house is L-shaped, there'll be a spot in your yard where a corner could go together if the house had been a full rectangle and you would put one there too. Okay. So what that does is that helps neutralize any geopathic stress. And it helps cancel out the stress of the rebar grid in the cement foundation. And this is one of the biggest issues that no one thinks about. And it's what it's doing is that grid, not only because it's metal, but also because of the geometrics of the squares, it's disconnecting us from the human resonance of the earth. And it's allowing a lot of positive free radicals and charges to build up around us and all the things in the house instead of having those drain into the earth and be recycled with negative ions. So just doing that alone is very beneficial. And then the second thing that I do is I use a copper paint and the copper paint, you just need to use in very small swipes. I, I typically will start at the circuit breaker box. And you'll swipe above the circuit breaker switches and below and then you do the wi-fi router and then you do the kitchen appliances and the tablets and the computers and the cell phones anything that's electronic in the house that you're that you're using regularly and you can get really crazy and go around your plugs and, and things of that nature but you know you can get 99 percent of the field to be really good with just the major stuff washer dryer and and all those things so after that there's the shachi or fast moving energy that comes from mirrors and big panes of glass like slider glass doors or big windows so even though those things aren't electric necessarily they still are able to create this fast moving energy that that is very good at depolarizing our biofield. So the copper paint can be used to stop the flow of that energy as well. That really takes care of most of the energetic drains in the house and the materials for it, you know, for under $150, you can do your whole house. And I've seen people spend $3,000 on some magical pyramid thing or something that's creating a artificial Schumann resonance in the house or things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And I always look at stuff like that and I think everything is energy, right? And there's no reason that it should cost anybody that kind of money to protect themselves from an electric field. There's just gotta be smarter ways.
0: Right, Um, not to knock pyramids, but they they are very good at healing and that sort of stuff, you know. because I've seen people, um, uh, vendors at these uh, these shows that I go to, use pyramids for meditation and for raising consciousness and that sort of thing. But it's that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking right. about reducing EMF. We're not talking about raising one's consciousness per se. Right. Yeah, just a little <coughs>
1: aside. I had a, a client um, at one point who used to be the head of the Pyramid Society in Pennsylvania many many years ago and he taught me a lot about healing with pyramids and he said you can do it with um you know a styrofoam pyramid or a, a wooden py- a wooden pyramid and so we made them out of um wood with dowels and we did all kinds of experiments in them and it was very fascinating and, and they are they're very amazing for healing yeah
0: Excellent. Excellent. I I didn't know that about the the glass. So with the, if you've got a glass door or or patio door, you're going to just put a little bit of the paint there just to slow down that energy.
1: Yeah, so What you can, you can just paint, you know, two dots on either side of the the slider door track, you Mm -hmm. know, at the bottom, or sometimes what I've done is painted cabinet bumpers. I'm actually creating a whole kit that you can just you'll be able to have all this in one little kit and package with easy instructions, and hopefully that'll be done within a month. But but for now, yeah. So one of the things that will be in there is a little you know package of the bumpers that you would put on your cabinet doors so they don't Mm -hmm. slam and make noise. Well, I just paint those with the with my special copper paint, and you peel them off and you can stick them places. So if you want things to look a little neater, you're a little more type A. You don't want to just be smearing copper paint on your house. Yeah. It's a really, you know, it looks nice. It's not noticeable. And you just put these little copper buttons around. But well, the you, most you told ex- me
0: once that you had a client that painted a whole wall co- with the copper paint.
1: Yeah, some people will pour it into like a gallon jug and uh-huh. then paint, it, paint the wall. Yeah, so I but the most, work. <laughs> most exciting thing that I learned last week is that I had some of these little bumpers left over from a house that I'd done. Mm -hmm. And I have been going around and re-harmonizing some of the 5G towers in our town. Mm -hmm. And what that looked like was me in broad daylight with a giant shovel burying magic (laughs) rocks in the ground (laughs) and painting copper paint on these towers. And I, I did a couple that way. And then I thought I really need to come up with something a little more inconspicuous and um, <laughs> you know, I don't want to be walking with You know, something something that's gonna be easy for people to do. So mm-hmm. I had some of those little bumpers left over from a house I worked on, and I thought, I wonder if these would work, because it'd be so perfect to just like pop these on the tower. Yeah. So I found that five to six little bumpers, six ideally, uh, is enough to reharmonize the whole tower. And as a dowser, I took before and after pictures yeah. of the tower and then had other people muscle test the, the photographs yeah. so that I know I'm not just, you know, it's not all in my head. I always like other people to prove stuff out for me. <laughs>
0: okay. So, all right. So um, controversies aside, as far as 5G is concerned, because that's kind of mostly everywhere. I'm, I'm, I think most of the people are, who listen to the podcast um, are in an area where 5G is prevalent. And I, I actually don't live in a 5G area, but when I went down to New Jersey uh, not too long ago to attend my nephew's wedding, we felt it. We've, we, we, the air actually felt heavier. Like like, you know, we, we, and we felt this kind of disorientation when we, we were first encountered with it. I mean, the, the disorientation went away. A bit once we were there and we got used to it. But when we first like crossed the line in New Jersey, we were like, whoa, what what the heck is this? And then we saw the all the 5G towers and we're like, oh, okay, all right. Well, this is making more sense now. So for people, not just for people who are sensitive, but people who are in that kind of environment. I mean, not to say that 5G is good or bad, but I mean, the the bottom line is, if you can download a movie in 30 seconds on your device, you're experiencing a tremendous amount of EMF there. And somebody's in this environment, I mean, when they've mitigated the house, are they protecting the house from the 5G?
1: One of the easiest ways to think about it is if you think about water, and how water is inherently good but there's bad water and there's water that's you know water that if you drink it it's toxic for you and there's water that if you drink it is healing for you so what's the difference the difference is what's been done to the water and energy is the same way electric electricity is the same way it's inherently good energy is good it's what's being done to it and there we can use energy to heal ourselves and we can use energy in very destructive ways to harm people so the trick is just figuring out what's the what is the secret to make that energy field a healthy energy field and you know so this isn't necessarily doing anything for whatever else the 5g is doing but it is doing something for the major amount of electromagnetic field that's coming out of those towers and just to like back up maybe eight years or so, when it, 10 years ago when I first started learning about this stuff, one of the things that was really bothering me was the, was the cell towers. And one day I started looking at them differently and thinking, well, what if it's, just, um, it's a beacon that's projecting a signal, right? So what if instead of me, me driving by this tower and feeling fear and anger, what if I start projecting love toward that tower and then use it as a beacon to continue to project those positive emotions and you can dowsers can test you can do energy intention work on a on a cell tower and put lots of positive intention into it and it will change the field around it just through intention i at this point i like to have You know some devices and things that are actually physical that I can use when when changing a structure, but or changing an energy field. I feel like it holds longer. But you know our thoughts are very powerful, so that's that's probably one of the biggest things I like to share with people because I think a lot of people feel fearful of all of this stuff and angry, and you know it's making them unhappy and and sometimes just changing the way we think about energy. Can be, can be helpful and put people at peace so they're not living in a fearful state.
0: Yeah, right. Because intention is a lot of what amplifies this this energy. The negative energy is, is how we feel about stuff. So that makes a whole lot of sense to me. I'm sure you get this stupid... I have a stupid question for you.
1: There are no <laughs> I mean, stupid I'm sure questions you get this out. stupid question a lot
0: from people who are, you're mitigating homes for um, I've got a 13 year old son who loves, loves, loves being online and do playing with his friends and, and, and doing his uh, using Wi Fi to the maximum extent that he can possibly do it does mitigation of the EMF field interfere with your Wi Fi signal at all, it does not excellent
1: (laughs) that's a great question
0: well I mean I would imagine that people are like oh I want to mitigate my house but oh well it's gonna I I have I've already got like two bars does that mean I'm gonna get like one bar now or no bars
1: no because it's not a shielding paint so you're not blocking the energy you are just changing it Mm -hmm. so so the energy is still there but and, and what I think is actually happening, I actually believe it's changing the particle spin of the electrons. And I think instead of them having a right-handed spin, which is draining to the field, I think it turns the spin to a left-handed spin and then helps the energy actually feed your field. And so the biofield resonator that I created, which is a you know a pendant or a pocket device that you can have on you when you go out in the world and you're outside of your reharmonized house. It actually will strengthen a person's field more if they have a cell phone on them. Oh, interesting. So it'll make your field strong if you don't have a cell phone Yeah. or stronger, but then you add a cell phone into your pocket and it makes you even stronger. So why is that? Because if you don't have anything on and you put the cell phone in your field, it crashes your field and all your acupuncture points go off. Right. So that's telling me that it's somehow changing the electricity. So the electricity is becoming beneficial to you. And this is just a hypothesis at this point. All I can tell is that when I change a house or a tower or whatever it is, that the human field gets stronger when it's been remediated. So what if we were able to take all this energy, all this free 5G energy that's around, and we were able to make it so that these towers have more of a healing effect on our on our community, then a harmful effect. That's what I think I'm doing. That's what I hope is going to happen when people learn how to, how to do this and their, you know, where they live and, you know, there's a lot of nuclear power plants around our country. And those are places that have a huge amount of energy potential. And one of the things that you can test as a dowser or and you know, if you're working with pendulums or however you want to do it, you can test the sky around you. Yeah. And the sky will be off in pretty pretty much all places. I mean, I was in the middle of a national forest and the sky was testing off. So that's what these waveforms are doing. They're disconnecting us from, from the heavenly realms and the sky energy, and they're causing all this chaos in our environment. So the way to fix that is, you can make a little earth to sky tower and you find an energetic door in a tree, okay? So bear with me, (laughs) every tree has an energy door. So if you douse around the circumference of the tree, it will test off until one, there'll be one spot on the tree that tests stronger than the rest of the tree. And then you can plant in the ground there some type of copper antenna. And that will basically turn the whole tree into a healthy antenna that that basically so imagine like the needles of a pine tree. So right. you have all these like millions of little needles now that are sending out this these healthy waveforms, and it completely changes the atmosphere in the sky. And then you can go back and douse it again or pendulum test it or whatever you want and to then do. Then it
0: and then it connects to the collective unconsciousness of the trees which then because they've been able to show scientifically that trees are connected energetically and, and they share the same consciousness. Uh, the, yes. the Dominarians did, did experiments on this and they've been able to prove it scientifically that if you damage a tre- one tree within a grove of trees, all of the other <laughs> trees react negatively, energetically to that because um, they were putting uh, polygraph machines on the machi- on the trees to read the interferences of it and then and essentially when you damage one tree, all the other trees scream and they're, or they are all experiencing pain when that one tree is being damaged within the grove. So that makes sense. So if you turn one tree within a group of trees into an antenna, they will exponentially spread out as, so that way you don't have to put antennas on every single tree. You use one tree, and then they all become antennas of this positive energy. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. So you can use the copper paint that I have to create your own little antenna for the tree, or um, I just I just had um, a copper artist start making me these little reeds. Mm-hmm. So there's three little copper reeds that are going to come in the package, and. You'll just put them in the ground next to the tree, and they'll they'll look like some little grass sculpture, and and it works beautifully.
0: Awesome. Okay, I hope that this uh, this podcast here is intriguing people enough that they want to uh, contact you and uh, start getting some mitigation for their own homes. So. Uh, Besides going to your website, biofieldexpert.com, what are some other ways that people can contact you directly or to um, uh, set up some kind of remediation, even if it's remote?
1: Uh, My cell phone is 941-726-4400. And um, call or text or reach out to me via email, JamieLeanne at gmail.com.
0: Excellent. All right. Thank you very much, Jamie. Always a pleasure.
1: Wonderful to talk to you, Bill.
0: And we will see you guys all next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more information about Bill and Nina G, please go to www.vitalbioenergetics.com. See you next time.